Blog Talk Radio. Everyone, welcome to our humble show, the Neon Christian Baker Psychic Hour. Here we are, ready to take your calls and questions. 914-338-0164 is the call-in number. Please press 1 if you'd like to speak with us. We also invite you to join us on Facebook and X, formerly known as Twitter. Please follow us on those sites. We really appreciate your support. Um, we do have a caller in the queue we're going to get to in just a second. I don't know, is there anything else? that we want to say before we start the show. Neil, anything? No. 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 Okay. Uh, you know, I don't know if the groundhog, what happened today? Do you know if the ground the groundhog saw his shadow or not? We've been, we've been so busy, we we haven't heard. I think he saw a shadow. That means summer's coming sooner. I think no, on the East Coast. It means it's not. No, it means he ducks back in. Oh. Well, that means summer's coming sooner for us. For us. East Coast, it's more winter. Summer comes sooner for us on the West Coast when that happens. Okay. Well, now that we've sort of determined that, we'll bring on our caller, 845 Area Code. Hello. 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 Hi. My name is Maria. Oh, hi. Hi, Maria. How are you? How are you? I just I just come back. You just got back from Italy, yeah, on the 29th, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. It was a long trip over here. It's very cold over there. The weather was much better over here. You know, I'm full of pain with the cold. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 5.15, right? Is that correct? Maria? Yeah. I said again, I said again, I'll catch 515-1942 is what I have. Right, 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 right. I, I, wanted, I, wanted, I wanted to ask you, me, I wanted to buy the house in Chipotle. You want me, you think I got to sell the house I got it in my town to buy the one? I want to buy near the water? What do you think? So the cho- oh, I'm sorry. It's a little difficult. Do, are you? Do you want to buy a house in where? Near the water. Near the water. Is there a house that you have yes. in mind near the water? Right. What, what is what is your hesitation? I mean, you went to Italy to look for houses, and you found a house you liked. So right. what, 
agare selida house agare imetane nitari agare house oh you have a house in Italy that you need to sell in order to buy this house right what do you think i got to do that or i can buy it is there any way to buy the house and just to sell your house? I'm putting my daughter on the phone. I understand it better. Okay. Thanks. Hi. Thank you. Bye. Hi. Hi. Yes. How are you both? Doing fine. Thank you. How are you? Good, good. Thank God. Still trying to adjust to time zones and everything. Jet <laughs> lag. That's what I was yeah. going to say. It's it is an adjustment for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, my mom was wondering the right move to do um, to sell the um, condo she has in her town and get this other. She saw a few places by the water in a town about 20 minutes away um, from where she has the condo now. So I guess she's like wondering if you see seeing that being the right move, if, if she'll, you know, maybe get a good deal on this condo that she wants to sell, anything around that you, you pick up. She, she has been waiting on a settlement, but I told her if, you know, she just keeps waiting and waiting, you know, and that settlement might, you know, you know, I'm praying that it's still coming, but it seems like it's always being delayed. You know, then she might lose the gumption, or you know, the is motivation. There any, is there any any funds for like a down payment on this house outside of the settlement? I was thinking of a loan. If she could get a loan. Yeah, because I mean, I'm personally feeling like the the sale of the condo in Italy is mm-hmm. a good move and buying the property on the water is the right decision. But I I think that she needs to jump on it, not, you know, wait because it's going to, someone else is going to buy it. So finding a way to pay for it without waiting for a settlement or waiting for a sale at the condo, but definitely put the condo on the market as soon as possible. Right. Have you, is the condo on the market yet or it's not? The um, woman, see, it's weird. In Italy, they don't do, like, one-year contracts for renters. They do four years. So, yeah, so the woman's contract is up in February. So my mother told her, you know, you have a little time. You know, know, because I think it's a law, too. You have to give them some time or otherwise they can turn around and sue you. I don't don't know. It's it's a different system over there from from what I gathered. Um, Come over here. From over here. So that's why, like, I don't think she can, like, legally, like, turn around and put it as fast as we would like on the market um, type thing. Like, it will take a few months until this lady, like, tells us, okay, she's found a place, um, you know, she's vacating um, type thing. She has already asked my cousin if she knows of any other renters or, you know, apartments up for sale um, that she could move into. Want to contribute? Well, you know, I mean, her her goal is to buy another place. 
and she's found one. So if she can financially handle that move and juggle these, yeah. the um, settlement aside and wait for it, then that would be ideal. Exactly. You know, it, 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 that would be the best thing if she can handle it. If she says, now if she's saying it's too much of a risk, then it's better if she waits. But but if she's saying I can handle it, but I want to wait until it's perfect, I wouldn't. If she's her if her heart is set on this other place near the water, I wouldn't wait. I wouldn't wait. Uh, you know the settlement that was for the uh, damage to the apartment, the mm-hmm. roof or something. That we're still waiting on, yes. And the um, medical she was one. waiting. Yeah, exactly. There is something that has to do with a medical. Thing, um, and associated her, with my dad's insurance. Mm. Well, you know, sometimes those things take time, but if she yeah. cannot, if your mother, Maria, can handle the transition now and wait for the money to come in, but still be able to cope with the transition that she makes in purchasing the place, that would be good. If you're saying she's under contract for four years. Oh, no, no. The um, the contract is up. In February. Yeah, February it's up. Yeah. But it's going to take time for the lady to get out and to prepare the house for sale and all that. So right. it's not like you right. can put the house on the market right away. I mean, yes, ideally getting a loan, if you can get a loan, and you feel like mm-hmm. that is something that can be – handled and kept right. up without relying on these other contingencies. I mean, is your mother in the, is your mother financially stable enough to make the move now and wait for the settlement and everything else? If the loan is in place. So she has to get a loan and be approved for a loan. That's what I would do. I mean, at least yeah. try to get it. And she would be able to make the payments on the loan, no problem. Yes. Yeah, and then you have the collateral of the house that's being sold. It's just that there's that delay. But see, your mother's uh, birth date is somewhat devoid of an eight. There's no eight there, which would, if had there been an eight in her birthday, she wouldn't have karmically had this problem. But because the eight is missing and the eight is a sign of Money. money, which would be a, you know, that would have made it much better in the code of the number system. Eight would be money, but she doesn't have that. You can't eight. even find one in the so code. <laughs> there, well. So that the problem that she has isn't extraordinary. It's part of her karma. Now, she's a nine by master number. Which is the, so which means you know. that if she does this and hopes for the better outcome to occur, yes, it will occur, but it's just not immediately available to her. So if she's really dead set on this place by the water and contingent on the loan, but if she gets the loan, she can afford the payments, then that's what she should do because the universe has opened that door up for her. Right. And if you can do that, then that would be the plan going forward as opposed to waiting, waiting, waiting for the settlement and making it easy, everything easier. She's going to lose. And 
you know, it's going to be harder for to obtain something. Right, right. You know, on a scale of, you know, did, have you seen the place by the water? Yeah. Yeah, I went to go look at it, actually. Um, there's two. My mom saw one of them. Um, there's the first one that we saw together. Um, um, the number is 40, mm-hmm. number 44. Um, that one is is a pretty decent okay. one. Um, the second one, forty-four. Yeah. You said not yeah. today. Just yeah. to throw that out there. Go ahead. And actually, the other one that I saw that um, that I just saw by myself is also has the number forty-four. They're like in the same neighborhood um, by right. the water. Um, yeah. Is this what I'm saying? No, 44. They're both 44. Well, you know, if places are hard to come by and she likes one of the two and she can afford it once the, if she can afford it, depending the loan, I would Mm -hmm. jump on it. I would jump on it. I mean, your mother is what, uh, 80, what, 81? Mm Mm-hmm. You know, what are you waiting for? What? <laughs> if, if this is what you want, you know, then, then yeah. this is what I would say is in her favor. Now, um, so what? what is her problem with that scenario? What is she worried about given what we just said? What would be her worry? I think part of her doesn't want to sell the house, the, the condo that she has now, because it's that town she was born in. Um, she likes the town by the water. I like it more. I don't like the town she was born in at all. Um, it, it's just I have a very oppressive feeling about it. Um, I don't like the energy. I don't, it's just not my... Lifestyle. <laughs> I mean, what? Why would she? If she likes the town she's born in, what's compelling her to move? Maybe me more than anything else. Because she's going to be the one who inherits the property. So, I mean, you. I would say I would stay in Italy more with her if I was in the other town. And in her town, I don't have to. I don't have to. You know, like no thanks. <laughs> I think it's okay for her to move on from her old town and sell, well, and then she spends more time with you. I think that's a better decision. I mean, that's going to be the wiser decision. It's her life, and if she wants right, to stay right. in the town she was born in, you'll just inherit the property she has where she was born, and, sell and then you'll make your move according to what you want. But the problem is, you know, that you are together now, and if you don't want to go to Italy because you don't like the condo and the town, then she's going to miss out on spending time with you. And these are, you know, the years that you should be spending time with your mother. I mean, you know, if she's dead set on dying in the town she was born in, I mean, does she wear the shoes she wore when she was 10? Does yeah. she still wear the same <laughs> no, Does she still wear the same dress? <laughs> right, you, right. No, no, no. I agree. <laughs> sometimes yeah. you have to move forward, and 
you, it, you, she may be looking for the per- perfect package. It sounds like the universe is giving her a choice. Mm-hmm. But, you know, given that she still has time on the planet, but does she want to stay in the town she was born in and maybe compromise her existence with her daughter or learn to adjust the town by the water and and still have a beautiful place to live in? And so she's not living in the town she was born in, but she's, you know. She's 20 minutes away from the town she was born in. And right. <laughs> and she lives in New York now. That's not the town <laughs> she was born in. You know. You know, yeah. so. She obviously immigrated, uh, emigrated to New York from 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 Italy. So, you know, a place by the by the sea is going to be more picturesque. Um, oh yeah, you're happier there, and it's a new start. So, yeah, that's <laughs> what I think the decision should be personally. Yeah. I would make the move, and you can't. You can't really waste time if you're going to do it. You've got to get on it. You know, I mean, if your mother is saying, you know, what is there a, a deeper reason why I need to stay here? Did the spirit say something mm-hmm. about me having to stay here? No. no, there's nothing that's deep about her wanting. She just wants to stay, stay there for sentimental reasons, and mm-hmm. because she feels it's connected to her childhood. But mm-hmm. you know it. It it doesn't. Re- if you're if you're asking us how it looks in the future, if she moves, she's gonna be happy. She'll yeah. be okay. So we can only we can't. She has to make up her own mind. Yeah, sure, but, sure. No, no, I understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then you need to talk it out. But I mean, yeah. as far as psychic perspective, that's what we're we're seeing. As Thank best you. Yeah. 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 Hey, what what was going to get us? Cheese. Hey, what happened to that cheese? <laughs> and, and good. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I I'm not even done um, unpacking suitcases yet, but yes, your cheese is already in the refrigerator. I'm going to go to the wow. post office, and I have yeah other little things for you as well. I'm well, gonna make a nice well, package we'll, and send we'll it off to you. Nerve. <laughs> yeah, but but uh, yeah. but um, no, I was just kidding. No, that's but, very sweet of you to do too. Yeah. No, really no, no. It was bought with the intention of you know, we we'd like to give you guys a taste of what's over there. Um, so yeah, no, I'm yes, no, we're very grateful. Thank yeah. you, and we well, love it. You know, I mean, that's mm-hmm. what we think. You're. Your mother, um, how does she feel about what we said? What What is she thinking? Oh, she just said where I'm happy, she's happy. Where I'm happy. She said she just has me, so, yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah, only child, so, yeah. She wants you to be happy too. Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah, I think I think this is the right choice. I think it's yeah. the right choice. You know, I know tradition. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's very important to in 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 the Italian culture and her being in the, her town that she was born in and you know wrapping up her life in that same place. But she really is in the same region. If you're 20 miles away, 
It's not yeah. that big of a change, and it's yeah. an Remember when I tell everyone she was trying to do the open? Oh, yeah. Oh, that was interesting. What? No, remember um, when we told you we had that, yeah, she had actually tried to open the door, the back door we found open. I mean, you know, there's a relative tried to break in your house. Right. Yeah, correct. We found the door was open. That's what we Uh, did yesterday was ask friends to help us get the door fixed. Your tenant didn't Mm -hmm. know that? No, because she's downstairs. This was upstairs. Oh, I see. Yeah. Uh, And have you talked to the family at all since then? No, Mm -hmm. no. Since, you know, we're so estranged. I did call the police, though, again to let them know the door was open. Yeah. And you don't have cameras in your no no it was on my list before we left for italy and i just didn't get to it that's bad because then you would have like an identity at least yeah yeah exactly for the police to 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 apprehend but right but luckily you're safe and there's been no incidents since you've been back no thank god no no and we'll we'll put out energy that you stay safe in New York. You're in New York City? You're welcome. No, no, no. Yeah, no, we're like 20 minutes out. Yeah, like, and it, this is generally a safe area. This, I, you know, I've, I think like it had to be her. Um, just like you guys had said, probably a, a drug induced episode or something. But because this is usually like we've never had anything here like that. It, it's a town of mostly po- mostly police officers and firemen live in this town. Oh, really? Is it like Long Island? Yeah. I, I don't want to be, like, prying, but is that, or are you in oh. one of the boroughs? No, no, we're, like, 20 minutes north of New York City, so it's, like, the suburbs of the city. Suburbs um, of the city. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's nice. Mm-hmm. nice location, for sure. You guys are pretty lucky to have, you know... A place in Italy, a place 20 minutes from New York. That's like yeah, one of my yeah. favorite cities in the world. So Yes. Uh, well, oh. I hope we get to meet one day, maybe here in New York or Italy. Who knows? Yeah, who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Well, we yeah. appreciate your call. And, and, you know, let us know what your decision is, please. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. God bless and you both. Course, yeah. God bless you both. As far as the settlement, I mean, we'll put out energy that maybe by April. I don't know if um, you've had. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Maybe by April. Maybe by April. I don't know if she's had a uh, conversation with her attorney on any progress, but but regardless, we'll put out for April. Thank you. That would be amazing. Because I do I want to go back. <laughs> she wants to go back in July, so yeah, that would be Oh, nice. yeah. So, yeah, eight by April would be perfect. Yeah. Okay, well, yeah. thank you. Thanks. Both. Thank you. Thank, thank you very, very, very much. And many, many blessings. Thank, thank you. you. Blessings to you, too. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Thank you. You know, I've never been to the south of Italy. I've only gone as far as as far south as Bologna and Modena. So 
the food in southern Italy is like more my style because it's lighter fare. But I mean, the food in in northern Italy is pretty amazing too. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, it 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 sounds like she might go ahead with that plan. I think she it, should. I think they should. She gets the settlement. There's no time to waste. Either. I don't think it. I, I I don't. I mean, she probably wants the settlement, but well, if she gets but, the settlement and gets a loan first, then she can defray the loan cost with the settlement, and then it's all squared away. Yeah. You know. So that's that. Okay. So, uh, you know what the 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 thing there too is uh, energy regarding different parts of the world. world yeah. And when you have a uh, when you have a crossover, Car. I don't know if they're still on. They are. But when you have a crossover, for instance, in Maria's day, she's born on one five. And the difference between one and five is, is four, four. Which is her. Now that gets carried over to her year. <laughs> and those two fours, the one between the one and we five. We found it. An and, eight. Yeah. We and found the four eight. You found in it. her year would, would add up to an eight. I don't know why I didn't see that. I but, Stupid, stupid. But you see, it, but it's, broken it's difficult up. to arrive at. Yeah. Because you have to imagine the four between them one and five might be New York and the four in her year might be Italy. So there's a bit of a trouble to get over there, but it's possible. What is so interesting about this is both of the properties that she's interested in buying are the dress yeah, is 44. So, I mean, so it's karmic. Totally. I mean, both areas hold a well, her hometown holds a karma, so she came into the world with that karma. The new place by the water is part of her life journey to move into a a different zone, but it's still within her code. So, and the difficulties would be uh, defined by the way we got the eight. The eight. We had to subtract one from five. Bring that four over to the other four. Now we have two fours. There's two fours in the address. Crazy. Two fours come to eight, and eight is the money. Yeah, I definitely, I mean, now it's even more locked in to me that the, that the sale of the condo in the old town should happen, and they should buy, buy this new yeah. one by the ocean because of what is happening in her birth date and how it corresponds to the address. And not only that, but the the two at the end of the year would represent uh, the mother and the daughter. Yeah, the two. And of there's them. 11s within the number system too. So, so it, it, I mean, her best bet is to follow our advice. Yeah. And and and, and then get the know, loan. Maybe, get the loan, and, and then is you the know, fourth, fourth month. month. So, and she wants to move in July, but. But July is the seventh month, and 1942 adds up to a seventh. So it appears as though we're giving good advice. At least it appears that way, and that's what um, we should suggest. Uh, Maria does according to the code, code of her life. 
Yeah. Uh, if nothing else. But I mean, it, it, aside from that, the advice was predicated on psychic vibration. Yeah. And of course, after the call, then we started going deeper into the code. And I was saying, I can't find an eight. Well, what? How stupid was that? Wow. Sometimes when you're multitasking and stuff, um, you know, you miss things. But of course, that there's that four between the one five. But I mean, it's not like a solid eight. Or if there was a four, if she was born on the 14th, for instance, it would be more actualized. So you do have to do a little bit of, you know, juggling to get that, to arrive at that number. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, I mean, you know, it, it, it's, at least her decision is more along the lines of, of higher energy than having to decide matters of life and death or whatnot. So she's, you know, she's in, in a good area in terms of her dilemma. It's not a life-threatening dilemma. No. So. Uh, no, and the opportunity for them to be together, you know, they have each other. We know how that is. You know, we're with you and me. And for them, it's the same situation. It's It's the two of them. So if this is an opportunity for them to enrich their relationship and spend more time together in Italy, I definitely, definitely think the ocean front condo is the best solution. Yeah. I hope Maria can make the decision to sell and feel good about it. Yeah. I, I, I think so. We all have to, you know, a lot of us leave our hometowns and don't come back. And she's obviously come back to her hometown, but, you know, you don't necessarily need to spend your entire existence there. Life yeah, and death, right. you know. So, uh, you know, it's interesting to examine how codes can be worked into uh, a potential reading. If you it read really the code is. Right. Uh, and before that, before even codes existed in my life, it was just code reading. It was just psychic readings. Uh, codes didn't mean that much to me. Numbers didn't mean that much. But as I've said many times before, my grandfather was the one who started to inform me about the mysticism of codes, but his knowledge was still somewhat limited. I mean, I remember him saying three, three, it's important, three, you know, he'd say things and I'd look at the, but I don't retain much of what he told me. And he never went into great detail. He was, um, in fact, he was more on a, on a cold psychic level. He would approach people on the street and out of nowhere, a stranger and just say, oh, go home. Your check is in the mailbox. And they, they would go, what? But they would find, he worked in a furniture store, and they would return to the furniture store and tell him, you were right, my check was in the mailbox. So he was a, he, he had his own um, inner talents and gifts. But there was a little bit of uh, history with numbers with him. But I, you know, I don't, there wasn't anything of great detail, nothing of great detail. And back in those days, you did not have, you didn't have psychic shops, psychics, fortune tellers on the street, you know, things like that, palm, palm, 
readers. I, there might have been a psychic here or there, maybe somewhere around, but you didn't really. I mean, there was nothing like blog talk or uh, blog talk radio. You know, no, thousands of now people are psychics. There was nothing like that then. Well, I mean, uh, you know, had a few people who were celebrities who were psychics. Yeah. Well, I was talking to you about Sylvia Brown. We talked about her a lot in the show, and I watched her as a child on People Are Talking, which was a show in my area, and uh, she was a frequent guest. And I was very interested in psychic things yeah, as a child, 70s, but it was on the side for me. I mean, it wasn't my full. 70s, uh, the late 60s and the 70s brought in a, a renaissance of a whole ab- attitude of what psychic energy was about. Yeah, I mean, it was more the 80s and, for me in terms of watching her. But but in the 50s, no, no, you didn't have much to work with. Um, well, I feel like the universe is playing kind of a cool joke on me that I would be so involved in numbers when my history, historically, <laughs> I'm like hated math. I was extremely linguistic, advanced for my age. When, you know, like the standardized test I did, you know, was in the 99th percentile. I did okay in the, in the standardized test for math too, but I really despised it and resisted learning it. Like when I got into algebra, I just didn't want to learn the formulas. I didn't. And geometry, forget it. Yeah. And I, then here I am <laughs> Yeah. Numerology is well, crazy. Numerolo- well, it's a narration of the numbers. It is, uh, and you have to math, math. I mean, it's an arrangement of linear numbers, and you're not really doing heavy duty math. Doesn't matter. I mean, even arithmetic. I was adding up things in my head. Forget it. Now, I mean, I, I've improved at least in that regard. And not only that, but looking at numbers in a different way and seeing how the numbers are narrations, not just numbers yeah, in they a person's birthday. Yeah, they all present a story. Um, and I was the so same it takes way. Critical I found thinking. numbers to be very impersonal. And I was more on the on the linguistic narration. Well, of course, telling. and you were a writer. So like a writer-writer. You like wrote novels. I didn't do that. But I wrote the, uh, nonfiction. But I remember when I was probably uh, 12, I, I went... I went to a bookstore, and on the rack, it wasn't a psychic bookstore or anything, but on the rack was a book called The Astral Plane. By Lidbeter. I just sent that to someone. And I said, what in the heck is that? And that was only about, well, maybe the book was written way earlier. And, And it was just a thin little book. It was almost, you could fit it in your pocket. It had a blue paper cover to it, and if you took the cover off, the, the book itself was blue. And then the inside was maybe uh, 70 pages, but it was more like uh, structured like a children, like a little golden treasury book. It was small. It was like the size of a, a normal book. We have it, don't we? Yeah, we have it. So um, I still have the copy. So uh, the uh, and then it talked about the inhabitants of the astral plane and the astral plane and traveling through the astral plane. And it started to make sense to me because that's what I did as a kid. But I didn't know at the time it was called the astral plane. And I would go there as a child and report to adults what I saw and 
describe things, and I even drew pictures of, of what I saw there. And I was probably only about seven. But this book, and luckily I was an avid reader and learned how to read early, so the book, the book meant a lot to me, and it started to explain, however limited it was, even for a book like that, it started to explain some of the uh, phenomena of the astral realm. He did, alone didn't get into numbers that much. It was more the visual and sensual experience of, of the astral plane. But it, but it was like reading a, a book by H.G. Wells, Jules Verne. It was just fascinating. And it helped to explain the forms and apparitions and energies of the astral realm, which involve the human soul and human spirits, and then inhabitants that live exist solely on the astral plane, no earth contact. So, Like the chopper. Yeah. <laughs> so the uh, astral plane is a, it's a strange region because you cannot just buy a ticket and go there. There's no location. I mean, you're not going to find it. The, the, the recent um, phenomena that the uh, Air Force and the government is now taking more seriously UFOs and the sightings of UFOs and deciding, well, you know, they, maybe they travel here. Maybe there is something to it. And now they're taking it more seriously with all the reports. But they still can't understand that how, how the distance can accommodate the time frame of how these aliens could get here. Oh, the, the, the U.S. government knows a lot more than what's being published in the newspaper in yeah. regard to UFOs, so much, <laughs> way more. Well, the public is not aware. The, my, my theory is that the astral plane is it, it's sort of invisible. It's there, but, you, but it's an invisible plane. And I think that some of the more intelligent alien life forms have found a way to utilize the astral plane in order to uh, enter the Earth's gravity and atmosphere and materialize. Now, case in point, when when entities enter our our realm, our physical realm. If you see your ancestor and your grandmother, you see ghosts. They really, they really originate from the astral plane. And you think to yourself, well, how did they get here? Uh, you have to understand that the concept of travel is through relativity. It's through energy, and the energy force transports the object, whether it be a spacecraft or a human form or a, or some inhabitant from the astral realm, they arrive through the transportation of, of an energy. And, and that energy, then, when it, it touches into the earth plane, can materialize on several different various levels. Well, we had a very interesting experience um, last week when we were outside and on the, on the bush appeared a an apparition um, that extended downward and 
then there was a cluster of, I mean, it was like light was being shown on the, um, on the, on the, it's a, not a bush, but a hedge on the hedge. And as Neil approached the hedge, the, the cluster of apparitions disappeared. Then later that night, um, we had a phenomenon in our room that was very active. And one of our cats ran up to this, the room. She does not normally do this. She separates from us until it's bedtime. Usually stays downstairs. She tore up the stairs and jumped up on the dresser and started touching the wall and communicating. There was, there was literally, um, well, there was a face on the wall, wasn't yeah. there? And But there's also a large spirit form that's illuminated. And so I took pictures of all of this. But she's touching the wall, talking to the spirit. I mean, it was really intense, very intense. And in an appointment I had two days ago, um, it, it was a, tel- a, a, a Zoom appointment. I was so distracted because my third eye started to open during this appointment. And there was like purple apparitions on the wall and moving around and just um very very prominent we have a lot of spirit activity right now in our home which you know you know and then from there we have a caller it explains that our cat now does readings (laughs) making money and explains why all these toys are coming to the house aren't we doing that are we doing cat readings there's cat readings we're going to do cat readings all is going to do so readings they, for people. We've got to make her a page. And they're all giving uh, readings now. So uh, actually, we, we've, they, they have their own business. We're going to set up a page for them so yeah. we can have people do readings with the cats. Cat readings. Yeah. Okay. We've got a caller from 401. Hello. Hello there. Hi. Thanks for taking my call. Sure. What's your name? Uh, my name is Terry. We've talked in the past. It's been quite oh, some time. I just happened to check today and saw you guys were on, so here I am. <laughs> oh, thank you for calling. Thank you. Um, what, you're 27.9, right? But give me your birth date. Thanks, so. Sarah. 8, 6, 8, 6, 85. 85. I, I, am I right? 14, 24. No, I'm not right. She's 37. one. I don't know why I messed that up. Okay. K-E-R-I, right? Yep. Okay. So, good to hear from you. What, what, what's your question? I know. Happy New Year. Um, Happy New Year. Well, just going through a bit of a transition. I think the last time we spoke, I know we talked about a few things. I think it was more or less, revol- uh, you know, regarding somebody in my life that I was seeing at the time. But there's been some transition for me, you know, professionally and personally um, across the board So at the start of the new year. So I'm just sort of open to what you may get from me professionally at this point. I do have a few, you know, things in the air, if you will. <laughs> so at this point, you know, next week is a big a week for me. To- in the air, a few things in the air. Well, you were a stewardess before, right? Yeah, no pun intended, <laughs> right? Right. You're not. Are you thinking about going back into that? You know, it's funny because I actually Delta did just open up a position, and I, you know, I was employed at a law firm. I had been working there for the past ten months, um, and I applied to Delta last month when it opened, but they got so many applications they were inundated, so they closed it for the year. 
they'll open it up again. But I mean, you know, it's just sort of always in the back of my mind. It's not something that I kind of take seriously, but you know, it's just sort of in the back of my mind always. It's very competitive. Well, I saw you working in an office environment. So the law, that's the law office, but you are not, are you not working there any longer? We parted ways last week. Yeah. So you're currently unemployed. I am actually received an offer. I have a few opportunities. Um, you know, it's happened very fast, which I'm grateful for. But obviously, I knew that it was not the right. It wasn't the right environment for me there. I gave it my all, and it was just a lot. It was a very toxic workplace culture. Um, I found my job posted <laughs> while I was on vacation during Christmas. <laughs> oh boy! For That's a part-time person, basically just kind of cutting costs because they wanted somebody at half my salary because my years of experience. So, I mean, without me acknowledging that, I prepared for what was coming because you're an at-will employee, you know. So, <laughs> I, I kind of knew. <laughs> my intuition kicked in. Wow. So, you mm-hmm. have some opportunities that you're trying to figure out which one to take? Yeah. Yeah. So, I do have another interview lined up early next week. Um and just keep getting, you know, I had applied to basically a few positions that I saw available, and I've gotten responses from all of them um, and already received an offer from one, which is a national law firm, which is great. But I want to make the best decision for me. I mean, that's what I do. It's my field. I just don't you're, want to jump around you now. You're a paralegal? Are you a paralegal? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then, you know, I did cross paths with somebody recently over the weekend and that energy seems really nice too. So it's just new beginnings, I guess. <laughs> and then I just saw you guys someone, on today. <laughs> when you met someone, uh, like a, a guy, is that what you said? Yeah. The- yeah. So it's just been a lot of new beginnings, a lot of new, new, new. Okay. So the from national law firm, you've got a great offer from them. Um, yes. And then the other jobs, just for the sake of time, tell us what you applied for. Um, it's a, it's a, it's a, they're all legal. They're all law firm related. Um, the other opportunity may pay a little bit better, and it's more of a New England law firm. So it's a mid-sized law firm, but it's it's general to the New England area. It's not necessarily a huge law firm where, like, you're just a number, you know? Right. Basically, you don't know where HR is, <laughs> you know? So those are the decisions that are kind of going around. And like I said, at my age, I just want to be somewhere where I will remain stable and you know, just have that peace of mind and not have to worry about, you know, is somebody gossiping? Is my job posted because, you know, mm-hmm. I want to pay somebody like half what I was making? You know, that's crazy. So I guess you're never really prepared for that, but I think you guys are good with picking up on things. So. so so my vibe personally tells me the New England law firm is a better choice for you. You haven't gotten job offer for them yet. Are you you're interviewing? Yeah, I'm interviewing with them on Monday morning. That would be my that would be my uh, impression of, mm-hmm. or, or it's my vibe that that would be better. Yeah. It sounds like a national law firm, you could get lost in, yeah. you know, it's, 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 those are huge operations. A huge thing for me was they, they have a 1600 hour billing requirement yearly. So that's a lot for a paralegal that's not really bringing in the work and relying on others to give it to them, <laughs> you know? So, if for what I, if I don't meet that requirement again, essentially, would that be like my job would be eliminated? You know, so. Oh wow! So you have that, that's is that <laughs> is that common? And you're supposed to you're supposed to get your own clients. 
They don't give you clients? No, basically, like, no, you just bill the attorney, like, the work that's delegated to you, you know? Like, so essentially, it's really on the attorneys. But, again, we're all employees at will. So that's just the yeah. nature of the beast. But my last law firm was 1200 so 1650 is a lot. <laughs> you know? So, basically, yeah. there's only so many hours in a day. But, yeah. So those are just my big decisions. Well, Neil? Well, Carrie? Uh, no, you guys are good with numbers. <laughs> yeah. Can you hear me, can you hear me Carrie? Mm-hmm. Okay. So now listen, your your ultimate karmic number is 37, and you are now uh, 38 years old. Mm-hmm. So you have now completed the ultimate root of your karma at 37. So this is now, if you will, and your master number is one. So this is a year of rebirth. So the mm-hmm. area of rebirth now involves you moving into this law firm and then simultaneously meeting this guy. Now, mm-hmm. the, the attitude, you see you have an eight and a six in your month and day. Mm-hmm. Actually, you have an eight and a six in your year because if we take that eight, right? And then the five, mm-hmm. and we apply the five to the 19 in the century, which is essentially a one, we have a reflection of eight and six on both sides. Okay. And so, with, not to interrupt you, but he's eight fifteen, so that's even stranger. Yeah. <laughs> the guy? Yeah. yeah. Exactly. So wh- what it means, because you're compounded, meaning your numbers have to be reduced twice, is you, this man, regardless of where it's going, you've known this man in two other lifetimes. Now, one of the lifetimes really centered around the love of wine. You, you both were like wine lovers. Now, if he mentions in this lifetime anything about wine, it's an echo from the past. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> Did you have wine with him? Um, well, he he has a prof- he works professionally. He's a contractor, and, you know, and he also does transportation services. But he works part time at a liquor store. So I met him oh. in, by passing last yeah. year, and then I reconnected with him recently, and we did we had wine last night. Yeah. yeah. So you see, <laughs> that well, but that's the criteria of being psychic because when you're doing. A, a psychic reading properly, you you involve yourself in the circumference of the soul. And then in that dialogue of the soul content, it emerges into a visible, viable, pleasant, constructive dialogue that you can you can link to. So it's more than a coincidence or a freak of mm-hmm. accident in dialogue. It's actually deliberately connected to the past life. Now, having said that, have you yourself ever had to have stitches for a cut or anything? Yeah, I have stitches. I have a staple, actually. (laughs) Yeah. Uh See, so all of this comes out of the abundance of the past life triggery book. Yeah, and I was in a bike accident, and they're both involving a bicycle accident, and he rides, that's what he does, he rides mountain bikes. That's so weird. Yeah. <laughs> now it's, okay. So, so it doesn't necessarily, for, for, for your entertainment purposes, 
Don't mm-hmm. keep anything in this lifetime. But you were impregnated by him in a past life. You had a child. Okay. So this man could possibly have been married and have children in this lifetime. I don't know if he does, mm-hmm. but possible. Mm-hmm. Does he? Yeah. Yeah, he does. He has a 16-year-old son. Like, he's been divorced for like 11 years. Yeah. What What's his birth year, just real quick? 1982. 1982, and he's 815, and you're 86. So there's that match, 86, and the 5 1 is the 6. So, uh, 14, 24. 34, 7. Oh, that's a nice dinner. So, uh, so, you know, you know him from a past life. He's come back in. It's simultaneous with your uh, law firm application. And you, I mean, the law firm, do you, do, what do you think about the law firm? She got an offer from the national law firm, and she still is not getting, you know, she's waiting for an interview. So the, the New England is not, is not a shoe-in yet. Yeah, but you see, the law firm, the law firm is real comfortable with numbers of eight. Eight mm-hmm. and are, are a good fit. And you have two eights, which, again, would be 16 or 7, which brings in this guy. Yeah. But then it brings in that you are returning to the law office to accomplish accommodating people in legal matters because it will reduce whatever karma Karma. you have left over. You have an abundance of karma to get through. But she, despite the fact that she's already at the karmic age so people make the mistake of thinking oh well you know i'm i'm i've turned 37 for example that's my karmic number now i don't have karma anymore no 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 that's not how it works we're sometimes people are able to complete their karma in that period of time that they came into the earth with however it's quite uncommon usually people carry karma with them over and not only that but you create new karma when you're on the planet so there's that you have to work yours is a duality of karma because because of the fact that you're compounded so you're dealing with multiple past lives in this in this lifetime yeah and the 30 also the compounded you know the fact that you work in a law firm but we're also a stewardess i mean two kind of very different jobs that's you know and i have to I have to say, he's a pilot, too. Like, he, he has his pilot's life. Oh, interesting. Like so people, so yeah, people, I had to add that. people that are compounded, um, you know, yeah. often have, have two different careers. It's, it's common. Right. Often a divorce. And we know that you weren't married but almost were, right, and had a very serious breakup with your yep. partner. And you had, like, owned properties together, so it really was like a divorce. Um, pilots. Yeah, we have yeah. a lot of a lot of not a lot of overlapping now that I think of it. And also that one of the law firms, the national law firm aside, um, it's located at 55 and it's on the fifth fifth floor. So I just noticed what time it was, and you know I know five, so the number of changed. So those are things like to me, like I, I just thought of that now as we're talking. It's not something that I was fixated on, but you know, all for all intents and purposes, I'm gonna go with a job. You know, I'm gonna take whatever offer is there because they were very friendly. It was a great great office environment and it was just more or less like, uh oh, you know, don't start second guessing or don't think too much into it. But mm-hmm. if the other so the other firm doesn't take, act or doesn't offer, you know. You're gonna take the job with a national law firm. Well, I mean I just don't know if they'll be able to expedite I don't wanna lose the offer, you know. So at the same time, you know, you can only push the other employers so much, but you can't really hurt yourself in the process and they've known, you know, it's been a week, so 
Well, is it possible to take time, the time? around in a week? Uh, we'll see on we'll see on Monday if they could get back to me by the end of the day or by Tuesday. That'd be great. But you know. So if you can take, could, could you take the job at the national law firm, and then if you were offered a more appealing package with the New England law firm, could you withdraw from the national yeah. law firm? Yeah, I asked for an extension of time to respond today. So they were very open to that and accommodating. So that also makes me feel really good. You know, and again, it depends on, you know, how the vibe is once I meet with the other, the other law firm. But, you know, I do think change is necessary. So now that that just dawned on me, that actually makes me feel good <laughs> because it's right where I used to park anyway. So I still have a parking spot. <laughs> I'm, this last one, I'm getting a James or a Jamie in, around you. So, James or Jamie? Well, no, um, this person I met, his name is Justin J. His last name is J. <laughs> oh, Okay, so that's that's it. I mean, a little bit sloppy, but his last his name initials is initials are J, yeah, J, J, yeah. J, okay, so that's him. Yeah. Well, yeah. this is a good potential romance. I mean, what do you think she's at the law job? We're wrapping up, but... Well... I mean, I what, you what do you think is a better vibe, the National or the New England? Probably the New, New England. England. Yeah. Yeah. But See, no, hopefully, no, hopefully no. they come through. You know, I can't force it. <laughs> you know, I got the time. I got the time extension, so we'll just yeah, see what happens. Yeah, you know? I mean, go with the flow. The New England, well, the New England is actually karmic. You got to go, but the New England, the initials are five five, which is a ten. So you probably have a tribal connection with the New England one. But, but you said there was a five five with the National Law Firm, right? Yeah, it's located at fifty five Pine Street on the fifth floor. Yeah, but you're so, compounded. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you're compounded, yeah. so these reflections are going to occur in your life. Yeah. Yeah, and that's definitely right. I feel good about it. Well, yeah, and five is the number of communication, and um, it's, it's, it's an artistic yeah. number of speech, writing, more than it is a number of change. Just okay. a little more information. Five is not really a number of change. Okay. No. No, it's an action number. I always look at it like middle of the road. That's sort of how I've always viewed it. Like ones maybe are new beginnings and, you know, zeros or nines is completion. And, like, for me, that's just kind of how I've thought of it. But, yeah. Yeah, I I mean, you know, it's up to interpretation. You know, you can't really go by what you read on the Internet. But, you know, someday we'll get our book published. (laughs) Then you can read our book. I would love it. Absolutely. Yeah. I love connecting with you guys. Thank you both so much. Thank you. And I think you gave a donation last time we talked. We really appreciated that. So I'll make another one. Oh, we appreciate it. Thank well, you thank so you. much. Thank you, guys. Really Take thank you good both. care. You're in good Thanks. shape. Bye-bye. You're in good shape. <laughs> thank you. You're welcome. She's in good shape. Yeah. Good to hear. Okay. Thank you, chatters. And thank you to our uh, callers. We really appreciate you today. And um, it was a nice show. Have a great weekend.